every podcast I say I'm a youth mentor I'm actually creating my own foundation brand brand new this year for me because I have an entrepreneur mindset I want to tackle the things that people haven't tackled so for instance getting the actual premises like really going for it so I've got a local petition that I'm starting you can find it on change.org which is basically turning the old NatWest building on Acton High Street to a youth community complex uh, so I just started a great idea to have a crowdfunding campaign in my local area so go and support us we've got a page and a link for that um, and I've decided to start recording um, some of the stuff that inspire me kind of uh, what can I call it like a collation of kind of what I do and why I do it uh, let's just call it that I think that makes more sense um, so right now I've literally just got inspired um, to create this um, I don't know if I'm going to call it a podcast or whether I'm just going to call it me talking because I can talk for England but I will say I got inspired by somebody I met which um, I met them recently meaning like in the last 6 to 12 months um, in a weird way I met them on the train on the way home and you know she was more, more or less a mirror of myself so even though me like I like to talk about having the five people that um surround yourself with you become and all this stuff about networking and building and having the right relationships and that being like half of your success um that can come in just a normal form so i feel like somebody that i kind of met on the train in an organic way and obviously i followed them see what they do really inspires me so i thought you know what let me inspire the the person and obviously i'm not going to say who it is and their name um, so it's about giving people flowers um, and obviously people always want to think they have like general ideas and this came from the top of my head and stuff like that but um, most of the time it's not really the case but um, yeah so basically I want to give her flowers while she's here her name is Charlotte Tahira um, and um, yeah I just wanted to just say that I've been watching your videos and you know watching your content and um, I haven't spoke to her but I wanted to just let her know that every every action comes from inspiration. That's why I'm so key on like sharing because we never know who's watching. Um, so they say the imitation is the best form of flattery, um, but really it's, it's kind of annoying. But that's the whole point. The whole point is you're doing something that you've seen, and then you do it, and you know. So she was basically doing a, um, a segment in her book about books she's reading from black authors, and she's reading the book. Uh, called Black Privilege by Charlemagne the God which is a radio host presenter so obviously I'm kind of connecting it to her being black and her doing radio so obviously she's doing stuff like that but for me my story in this reading is so big for me because I, at school I was a really bad reader to this day I'm a really bad reader I'm trying to improve and I feel like entrepreneurship has changed my life in so many ways but one of the ways it's actually helped me is in reading because um, if I read something I'm interested in rather than just a storybook something that I can actually apply something that I can get inspired to push me, I actually would want to invest the time in reading it. And I remember I'm talking to my friend in Greenford, Ambo, and he's sitting down and he's like, oh, how long does it take you to get to work and back? Oh, I said two hours, but look, you can just read a book in that time. And, you know, you know, sometimes you get advice from people and you think, oh, what do you mean? You don't read a book. And But I feel advice, you should never be hired in advice. Like you can get advice from somebody that just might want to be that person, but can see that you're, more driven than they are and more disciplined and give you the knowledge. So I don't think anyone should look at anybody and think, just because you don't do it, you can't give me good advice. So once he said that to me, I, I was literally dedicated to um, using my travel time to and from work, to and from places 
to invest in reading the book. And I found myself just doing a small little one hour, two hour day. In a couple of weeks, I finished books. Like I never used to finish books. I had books and I never read them. I was just, I had a phobia of reading in general. That's why I've started to kind of write my own book. And I've started to kind of um, <clears throat> read a lot of books. I've read um, a lot of motivation books in terms of like inspirational um, books based on entrepreneurship. Um, a lot of autobiographies. Um, yeah, and just a lot of like stuff I want to work on, like, uh, you know, motivation and pitching and, you know, business models and stuff like that. So I feel like that's my bookshelf is based on that. But this, I don't know how long it's going to take, not even a month. This is probably one of the biggest books I've got. Um, this is by somebody like growing up, yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is the only person I saw on TV talking about business and he made it. He won the people that made it popular. Um, he's someone that everybody knows. My mum used to watch uh, The Apprentice. And as a child, I think, why is my mum watching this? Why is this interesting? Like, And I just saw this guy just being rude and blunt. And I thought, why is this guy being so rude to these young people? And I feel like he has the biggest, like just reading the book so far, he has like the biggest bullshit radar. <laughs> and he's trying to really train these kids to really work hard and really, you know, create something. So to be honest, I've never been in The Apprentice in terms of like watching it all the time. Obviously, I've watched Shark Tank, I've watched um, Dragon's Den, people are pitching ideas and stuff like that. But I always found it interesting that someone was an apprentice um, and I was working hard to actually become the next young entrepreneur. And obviously, that will tie into me later on down the line. But I thought I want to open this up um, with basically talking about the book I'm reading, which is called What You See Is What You Get by Alan Sugar. And obviously, I'm not going to do a chapter by chapter. I'm going to just let it run, do a freestyle, about five to ten minutes of exactly what I've got from the book, what points stood out, um, and my memory's very bad, so sometimes it might take me a while to try to remember. But so far, he just talked about leaving school, starting a business. This book is actually 662 pages. It said it's one of the biggest books I've got. Um, it'll take me a while, but I travel a lot, so if I use that time, I could finish the book. It's very interesting. Right now, he's in Japan. He... Um, you know, started this company, I'm a star, and he was like obviously selling uh, radios and stereos and hi-fis at the time. It's like, right now we're going through a timeline, so 60s, 70s. Um, he didn't go to uni, left, uh, started his own business, <clears throat> comes from a Jewish background. Um, he married young, that was the generation at that time. He had his children, I think he had three of his children by the time he was 30. <clears throat> and he, well, you know, he, he was just a businessman from a very young age. And, um, I always found him and Richard Branson very interesting because they're the only English entrepreneurs. And I think in this generation of like black people and young um, entrepreneurship, um, there's going to be more black examples. There wasn't really none close to us. I feel the biggest ones I ever got was from music. People like P. Diddy and Jay-Z and all these other people and Russell <coughs> Simmons and all these people that were so far away. They were American and they were, you know, there wasn't really, I couldn't relate to them. The only ones we could really relate to growing up in London was probably footballers. And even then, it wasn't more of an entrepreneurial business way. So he was the first one I saw on TV. So I resonated him from that day. I kind of analysed his character, how he was. And now I'm kind of seeing how he grew up. <clears throat> so my shortcut was always videos because I kind of consume better on videos. But again, like I said, I want to get better at reading. So yeah, back to the book. I feel like it's a very good book to see that, you know, he came from the East End. Um, he did grow up kind of poor. Um, he grew up pretty shy um, and he, he found it very hard for the partner he's with 
to kind of get accepted by the family. He's always had the chip on his shoulder, but he always wanted to kind of create something for himself. From so far from what I'm reading, um, I think I'm in 1974, six. He's in Japan now. <clears throat> That's what I do know because it's like manufacturers in Japan that was making stereos, and at that time, you know, I think it's all advert, and you know, so it's a very interesting story. Um, and I feel like this is just the the beginning. I feel like when I get more into the book, it'll be very interesting. So I want to basically do mini book reviews on my thoughts on it. So I'll read it every day and record about five to ten minutes every day of what I thought about the book. Um, and he's someone definitely I'm inspired by just for the simple fact that he's English. Um, probably about 90%, and that's not even an exaggeration percentage, of entrepreneurs and business people I admire, look up to, inspired by are all American. Like, I'm probably fascinated with America a lot and I want to move there, but for the simple fact of how the just the people around me, the English people think and the mindset is so far apart. But he's living proof um, that you can be from England and make it. And, you know, there's, there's like I said, there's, in my opinion, there's very few. Um, there's very few that are black. So we're in this generation where there will be that for the next generation. Many successful young black entrepreneurs and I will... 100% put my hand on my heart and have enough confidence to say I'll be one of them. Um, I will be the first millionaire in my family for sure. My mindset um, is like, I'm listening to some of the audio that I recorded two years ago. I'm saying the same stuff, you know. Um, so anyway, I don't want to go on for too long. This is the book I'm reading, Alan Sugar. What you see is what you get.